Man to Man 360 is sponsored in part by. Men, Mary Kay has products for you too. It's a guy thing. MK Men, skincare regimen, shaving and beard products. Great cologne fragrances that rock with intensity. Shop my website at marykay.com forward slash panderson2. For discounts and gift wrapping, call me at 585-755-5942 today. But when I look at Father's Day, at least, you know, I think fathers get gypped often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that Mother's Day is dope. I think Father's Day is, is like that. a second class. It's like a second class holiday, man. <laughs> so it's funny because like, like on Mother's Day, everything is shut down. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm glad that it is because moms be putting in that work like that. Mm-hmm. And, but, but Father's Day, man, you can go to any restaurant at any given time. And, and you good. Real Chopping it up. Chopping it up. Men talking about everything. You're talking about. Sometimes it's cool. And sometimes it's heated. This is Man to Man 360. This is Man to Man Summer Remix. The ladies sharing highlights about the first season of podcasts. Don't worry, the men hadn't gone anywhere. They are ramping up a new and exciting season two. We want you to catch up on all of the podcasts in the meantime. So subscribe and download all the episodes and check them out on demand. Here in the studio are the wives of the all-stars, Marion Everett, Martha White, Sarah Meeks and Patricia Anderson and I'm your host Daphne Bryant so ladies let's kick off this summer remix with the topic of Father's Day (laughs) so um, the men had quite a bit to say um, about Father's Day and the most of the consensus is appears to be that society has like that Father's Day is they get gypped on Father's Day like when you Brian mentioned when you go to restaurants it's all crowded and everything, but uh, and Father's Day, you won't have a problem finding a seat. But when I look at Father's Day, at least, you know, I think fathers get gypped often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that Mother's Day is dope. I think Father's Day is, is, is like that. a second class. It's like a second class holiday, man. <laughs> so it's funny because like, like on Mother's Day, everything is shut down. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm glad that it is because moms be putting in that work like that. Mm-hmm. And, but but Father's Day, man, you can go to any restaurant at any given time, and, and you good. Just walk in. And, and yeah, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> it's like, yo, what y'all doing to the dads, man? And, and, and the waiting line? What you mean? Yeah, ain't no waiting line for nothing, man. Nothing. Hey, what's the wait? And, and, and then dads, and, yeah, <laughs> man. And, and then dads be getting gifts with like world's greatest instead of father, but farter on there, man. I'm like, come on, man, really? <laughs> That's always the, the, the butt end of a joke. But right. uh, but like I said, man, you know, it's, it's lighthearted in, in saying those things, man, because I think dads get a kick out of stuff like that. So Martha explained <laughs> that it's her choice, right? <laughs> Whether to cook or not. Because I would say yeah, right. Mother's so, Day because exactly. the guys don't cook for us, so we have to go out. But with um, Father's Day, we're doing the cooking. But she she nicely corrected me and said she gets a choice. <laughs> <laughs> right. And actually, on Mother's Day, Brian um, 
he he doesn't necessarily give me a choice he he normally you know will cook and sometimes we go out but um he'll cook because he had you know want to celebrate his mom celebrate my mom celebrate um his sister and so that can be expensive in his pockets mm-hmm. trying to take all okay. of us out oh. um so often he will cook oh he nice will cook for all of us um but for um father's day he normally you know i'll i'll ask him i'll give him a choice do you want me to cook or do you want a homemade uh, meal or do you want to go out well he gets a homemade meal all the time so i'm like <laughs> and he, he says well it's your choice so of course my choice is we're going out um <laughs> and so we you know he's noticed that when we go up when we do go out for mother's day that is normally a long wait over an hour but when we go out for Father's Day, we can normally just walk right in and have a seat. And he is not happy about that. He wants to know, <laughs> why are the fathers not being celebrated? He wants to know, where are the fathers? Um, and so, Daphne, you were saying that maybe everybody is cooking for the fathers. But I I think I have um, a different perspective <laughs> in that um, some fathers probably are, you know, yep. choosing homemade meals, maybe some um, children are cooking for their fathers or wives are cooking for their husbands. But also, um, we see often, especially in, I'm just going to say at the black home, um, a lot of fathers are missing. Um, they're not there, you know, helping raise the children or they weren't there, uh, when the children were growing up. And so they're not being celebrated. Um, I don't know when the last time I actually celebrated my father, I normally call him to say happy father's day out of respect. But that's purely what it is. It's just out of respect. Has nothing to do with um, my relationship with him or anything that he did for me. Um, but it's out of respect. He, you know, was uh, a co-partner in producing me, and so um, I call him and say Happy Father's Day, and that's about as far as it goes. Um, I, I've given him a card here and there, but it's not consistent. I totally um, understand. So my thought is that it's probably like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably like that across the board uh, for mm-hmm. many people. Now, one thing Warren mentioned is um, uh, with fathers, um, it takes on the mantle and fathers are under a microscope. As soon as you become a father, it's like, you know, I, I remember my, my, my oldest son, you know, back, you know, even when he was like seven. Right. I used to have, I had a job where I wore a suit and tie every day. And this kid, boy, he wanted to wear a suit and tie every day just because, you know, just because I, you know, he's seen me. Right. But, you know, as we go a little bit further, I'm going to tap into that about my boys and, you know, them watching me and, and I'm watching them watch me. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, just understand when, when you take on that mantle as a father, you're under a microscope. Yeah. Don't forget that you are under serious microscope. People are watching. What kind of father are you going to be? You know, uh, piggyback off of what Martha was saying. Are you going to be a good father or absentee father? And I, I have that same story, Martha. But um, he said you're under a microscope. And um, one thing we were talking about is there will be no Mother's Day if there wasn't that seed. The the father plants the seed. Mm-hmm. for them to be a father and for a woman to have mother's day to be a mother and he said which i found was interesting is they're even che- cheated on the process because after the women have the baby they bond they put the baby on the mother so the mother can bond what's your thoughts on that <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, I think mm-hmm. that women. Do you feel like they're cheated on the process because the baby is bonding with the crazy. mother? I'm not saying a woman doesn't deserve that type of praise. Right. I mean, they they keep a baby in their stomach and nine mm-hmm. months and mm-hmm. you know all those great things. But you know, I always remind my kids. I said, you know what? She just held on to the seed that I planted. <laughs> I planted that seed. It wasn't for me, you know. I mean, because you know, because hey, listen, because you. But and that's a good point too. A lot of times they don't. That's. No, they they don't even recognize the fact that I get it that she had the baby in her stomach for nine months, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that was a seed that I planted. As yeah. a man, you can't hold no baby in your stomach unless a man plants that seed. Uh, so so I'm gonna say no, and and why I say I don't think that they are cheated um, is because the order in which it it happens, right? We, as women, we are the ones that are carrying um, this child, right? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I give 110% credit that um, I would not be able to have my children if it was not for Warren releasing the seed. Thank you for releasing the seed. Um, (laughs) But once you release the seed, sir, um, I am the one from day one uh, from the moment that the doctor tells mm-hmm. me you are pregnant, right? I have to change immediately. Mm-hmm. I have to go through the emotions of being pregnant, um, gaining weight, um, being sick, going to the appointments, carrying this this extra weight on me, uh, losing sleep, all of the things that you go through when being pregnant, right? And then I deliver this child. That child will lay nowhere but on me first. Uh, <laughs> and then once I have gotten what I needed to get, uh, then we can transfer this child to you. Um, but one of the things that I, I, I think is is important is that um, men are definitely absent and that is a, a big part of why men aren't celebrated and why restaurants aren't overflowing with, with men. Right. Um, but the thing about it is, and not to say that we're filled with women, right? Because no matter what the circumstance or the situation is, the women always have the children. They can't, well, not always, because there are some instances where they where they do abandon, right? But we have so many roles, and not to negate the role of the man, right? Um, because his roles are important, uh, and and they're valued and they're needed. But as a woman, we wear so many different hats that we need to be celebrated, that we mm-hmm. should be celebrated um, at any chance that they get. But men also need that, right? Because they need that validation. Uh, they need that outpour of love. But you also have to be doing the things that line up with you being celebrated. Exactly. And but even what you were saying um, that some some moms may abandon children, but who normally steps in the grandmother? Mm-hmm. Another woman. So, another woman. And so even it's not it's not that father that may be absent. But it's normally another woman. It's not the grandfather. It's normally another woman, whether it's auntie or grandma. So, yes, there may be some abandonment, but normally it's another woman that steps in. And so, yes, you see women celebrate it. But I agree with you as well, Sarah, because this is man to man through 60. Um, (laughs) And we're talking talking about Father's Day. We're talking and, about the father, the good fathers, right? And listen, and we know our husbands will be listening to this. Um, we, yeah, <laughs> they they do to be deserve to be celebrated and to be acknowledged. Um, mm-hmm. Be when they are in position and doing what they're supposed to be doing. Now, <laughs> Daryl was saying that the father has to be the provider, the protector, 
and the priest. Those are attributes of a man. I heard somebody say this a while ago, which I already knew that before he said it. It's the fact that fathers play with their kids rough. And and that's a good thing. Even with the girls, they play a little rougher. Not not you know, obviously, you know, not rough, rough, but but they play rougher versus your mom. I, I never played with my mom ever, right? But well, not to some degree. But your dad, you you you, you know, it's different, and, and we play with uh, our kids rougher, and 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 that teaches certain things and whatnot. And so uh, for a boy, there's certain toughness that needs to be instilled in him so that he can handle the toughness of life life ain't gonna be easy to nobody and if anybody's gonna be especially now now what what are the three things that we always say is the definition of a man goes right back to the definition of father he's got to be a a provider b a, 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 a protector and of course three is a priest but you have to be a protector and so when scary things happen you might be scared yourself, but that's the wrong time to act scared when you have to defend the family. So that's now right. you have to toughen up, and there's no there's no room for um, I'm going to run to somebody punk else, and for somebody else, and punk out. Absolutely, Patricia, you agree? With Absolutely, that? yes. Um, again, I mean, if he can't do those things, then he wasn't prepped properly. And so that's why it goes back to when we talked about um, raising them and preparing them. When we have boys, we're preparing them for such a time as that. We're preparing them to be somebody's provider, somebody's priest. And what was the other one? Protector. And you got it. And I understand that's part of the reason why men feel they got to kind of manhandle the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was, yeah. But I was um, fortunate. I had an excellent dad, and to be honest with you, celebrating Father's Day was bigger for me than Mother's Day because I was a daddy's girl. Oh, and I went out of my way to celebrate my father because he was just that awesome. And so, um, to me, Father's Day and Mother's Day, you know, was a big deal because he did exemplify all of those things. Um, so. That is why it is so important that when mine kick back on me trying to be kind of like a nurturer, my grandmother was like that to my father. And I saw how she Mm. checked on him after he was 50, 60. She would call every Sunday (laughs) and she want to know you're doing this, you're doing that. And I never he never bounced back. Yes, mom, I'm handling my business. And so I, I learned that. So I'm thinking there's nothing wrong with this. But fathers, um, you know, they got to earn that thing. People are not just going to celebrate you because yeah. you planted the seed. You know, they're not going to do that. Yeah. You, you, that literally, I, you, you have to earn that thing. You, you, you might be a daddy, but are you a father? Because it says Father's Day. Right. And it's a difference between being a daddy that planted a seed and being a father that stepped in and just took the rain and raised you and was there and did all the things, made sure you were provided for and all of that. There is a difference. And protected you. Yep. Absolutely. I have the same. I have the same story as Martha, which is why. And this is funny. um, I chose my husband when I say I chose my husband, but I knew he would because my father wasn't in my life. The man I chose as my husband. I knew he would be a great father to 
children if we had children we do have children but i'm saying at the time i was thinking you know my father wasn't in my life um i don't want to go i don't want to complete that same cycle i don't want to do that cycle again so i married my husband because i knew we had the same ideas about raising children we had the same ideas about um i know we mentioned about how in the other show toxicity male toxicity how um society treats men and women different how they tell them different but he was not mm-hmm. like that he the same thing he told our son he told our daughter and vice versa what he told her they all had curfews um he even said when he went to college don't let those women get in your head concentrate on your studies you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all of this so the reason i didn't have my mail is the, the, how i picked my husband i should say so it does make a difference when you have that provider, that protector, that mm-hmm. especially a protector, you know, because I went through some things personally and I'm, I, I didn't have a father there to protect me from that. You know, mm-hmm. where where was that? And so there are a lot of things I had hidden and grew up with things that I had to be delivered from because I didn't have that father there to protect me. Marion, what are your thoughts? Um, I'm in agreement. I'm just sitting back listening. This was awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. Horace wasn't on this one. Yeah. Okay. The part I did like, um, I can't remember who said it, but they said biology does not matter. You know what I mean? When it comes to the kids, you know, it's not about, uh, and, and and men need to know it's not about you know uh biological or any no, of that stuff no. like mm-hmm. none of that matters not. it's not about even birth it's not even about actually having a child uh you know a person yourself it's like you know we put in situations on a daily where you know it's time for us to man up and be fathers to the fatherless you know That's you right. follow what i'm saying true. and true. uh uh as a matter of fact you know i'm in the process right now of forming this uh little mentorship crew you know, um we i'm putting together you know some men that's gonna uh, be you know mentoring some of these young guys and i have found this one young man in my church and i said you know what i'm gonna get with you because i know he, he he's fatherless right and the thing about it is that you know um god puts a mandate on us as men to father the fatherless you know what i mean right. to give sound it, it may not be you know a steady relationship or something but i promise you if you start manning up and, and, and showing uh good qualities and good skills you know, these men that don't have fathers, they will gravitate towards you for advice. I thought that was pretty deep. Um, and being a father mm-hmm. to the fatherless and that children need both role models. That's very important. You know, I know oh, people absolutely. are saying you oh, don't right. really need one, but you do need both. It's important. Yeah. So those are some of the things I liked out of that one. Yeah. It just reminded me of um, my the fact that my father wasn't there, but God had put in place um my bishop, I, I met him when I was 20, 20 years old, um, Bishop Paris. And um, at the time, I didn't recognize, you know, what was taking place. But I, I recognized how God put him in my life. And he truly was a father. Mm-hmm. And actually, I didn't realize how much I loved him and how much I appreciated everything he did until he passed away. Mm-hmm. And um, and all those emotions came forward. I, I don't think I've ever cried. Um, so hard or so long, so many days for someone other than him. And I realized, man, he really was like a father to me. Um, and even, you know, when Brian and I met, cause we met when I was 20 years old um, and, you know, us moving forward in our relationship and Bishop, t- you know, was counsel him. And I had no clue Bishop, Bishop was counseling him on my behalf, just like a father would do. And I know I, Brian told me that, um, Bishop told him, 
don't come crying to me when you see that girl walking up in here with somebody else. <laughs> um, and so, you know, he really, I had no clue, you know, some of the things that was taking place behind the scenes and how Bishop really was covering me as his daughter. Um, mm-hmm. And so we may not have biological fathers, but are, there are men in place um, who are stepping up into roles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, I'm, I'm so appreciative of that because even like you were saying, Daphne, there were some things that took place in my life as a, a child, not even a teenager, as a child mm-hmm. that made me right. think that wouldn't have happened to me if my father was around that, that really yep. um, had me disliking my father even more, but God began to show me how he was there the whole time and it could have been worse. Um, and how he protected right. me, even though I didn't necessarily, you know, see it as protection, but he did protect me um, and he did keep me. And and then he just blessed me with an amazing husband um, where where my girls can experience that covering and that protection that um, I felt like I didn't have. It's just getting good. Stay right there. We hope you've been enjoying Man to Man 360 live radio shows. Tell your friends and family to check us out every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. and now on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Then like us on Facebook.com slash Man to Man 360. That's Man, the number two, Man 360. Share and comment about the shows you listen to every week. Our goal here is to encourage and empower men to make it in life, and we hope to do that every week. We just launched our new podcast service, so look for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Then subscribe, download all the episodes, and give us a five-star rating. Then share from that app. There you'll be able to catch shows you may have missed and have access to exclusive interviews as well as extended shows that had to be edited down for radio due to time. But keep listening live here every week at rspirit.online. I was just going to say, so that reinforces um, what Patricia, Patricia said as far as planting the seed. But then what are you doing after planting that seed? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. now you your, your seed went forth and, and, and created this child. But then what are you going to do after this child comes into the world? Are mm-hmm. you going to step up and, and father that child and be active mm-hmm. and pour into and prepare that child, female or male, for life? Mm-hmm. Regardless mm-hmm. of what right. your circumstances were, your situations right. were, are you still going to step up and do what you're supposed to do, what you're called to do for that mm-hmm. child? Right. That's right. Mm-hmm.
Or are you just going to sit around and wait to be celebrated because of the title? Right. <laughs> that you probably there don't are deserve. A lot of, right. There were a lot of things they brought up because also they were talking about men. I mean, I know it was a Father's Day episode, but they were talking about a um, couple of things. Um, and I'm going to bring up the last part, the first part last, because somebody said they want to address it. But they were also talking about um, their relationship as men. And I think, was it Warren? I think Sarah, oh, Warren. He, he brought up where you would say, <laughs> he would like <laughs> when you guys would get into a disagreement and you'd say, well, let's call, is it Minister Pastor Anderson? Absolutely. Or what Let is me your tell cousin? you. Or what because, is your- <laughs> it, it's like magic because when you start, when you start throwing out names, I'm telling you a person will line up instantly right because it's a it's accountability so the moment you start acting up oh you want me to let me call elder daryl let me call you know and it's people that you look up to right it's people that their opinions matter with what i'm getting ready to expose right oh so Uh this is what you want to say to me or this is how you want to act okay well well, let's call because if i'm saying it to you right yeah and this goes back to being able to process things differently from the man and the woman standpoint right Mm -hmm. because if I say something to you and Uh I'm saying it to you in this form you're not going to receive it right I can sit there and have a conversation with you and say I I don't think that you should do this or this isn't appropriate or this isn't right and you'll oh you're wrong you don't know what you're talking about no 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 but then secretly go behind my back and have (laughs) a poll and ask 10 of your uh, of the people that you talk to hey you know and and, and see what they say say. and then and then at that point that they're like man she was right what are you talking about right you'll come back yeah. and you know what yeah. i thought about it i thought about it yeah yes. yes but absolutely with people that you um really respect and look up to and men mm-hmm. who are living a righteous lifestyle mm-hmm. and life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. and, and people that you can look up to mm-hmm. I, I was gonna say i love what your husband said uh patricia daryl was saying like when the men want to come invent he was saying on the show i was like oh daryl okay when men want to come invent about their wives he was like you know well he he called it when they wanted to counsel he's like i can't counsel with you because your wife's not here and if you think, you know, the man would start, but she did, she did. He said, okay, but what about you? So he mm-hmm. wouldn't feed into them venting. He mm-hmm. would say, okay, let's talk about you. Since we're talking, mm-hmm. let's discuss about yep. you. And I was like, yeah, go ahead, Daryl. Yeah, because just recently, now my son call, called him about a situation. I still supposedly don't know anything about this situation, but he called him because he know my perspective from a mom and a woman is going to be, you know, mm-hmm. a lot different. And so I've, I've been finding out undercover that he'd been calling him and sharing a whole bunch of tidbits of stuff, you know, personal things and whatnot. And I'm like, wow, huh? I wonder why he didn't even want my opinion on this. And Daryl <laughs> said, because, you know, he didn't even want my opinion. He don't want to know what I'm thinking. He said, no, he don't want to hear what you're thinking. He said, he need, a, he need he don't want to know what you're thinking. He don't, he don't want, he don't want to know what you're thinking. He needs to man sharpen the man. He needs to know mm-hmm. what he's supposed to do to fix this situation. You mm-hmm. gonna come from the mommy mm-hmm. woman perspective and gonna, you know, come at him like maybe from the woman's perspective. He said, I'm gonna tell him what he really supposed to do as a man. And he knows that. 
So I can appreciate. I'm finding all kind of stuff out. I'm like, well, dude, you didn't even, you didn't even mention it, you know, or nothing. So it's, it is like you were saying, Sarah, it's, it's, it's important too that men have a spiritual person or someone that holds them accountable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for us, it was our Bishop Paris. Yeah. For us, it was Bishop Paris and it'd be 12 o'clock at night. Like, oh, you want me to call Bishop? Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> yep. He definitely did not want you to be Bishop. Because Martha, um, you know, Daryl's is Minister Hilliard. Oh, okay. Yeah, we know Minister Hilliard. And yep. I'll be talking to them in the car. <laughs> and I'll be like, look. <laughs> He'll be like, all right. He said, I ain't going to say nothing. Have Daryl call me. Now, if I go to him and say, you need to call Minister Hilliard, he looks at me like, Oh, you've been talking to him? You know, he going to give me a look like, well, why all of a sudden I'm supposed to be calling him? Somebody mentioned, somebody mentioned about iron sharpening iron. And that's one of the things mm-hmm. they mentioned. I think Warren and mm-hmm. um, Daryl are in, what is it? Kingdom, the men's fellowship or something. Kingdom something. They do something. I, can, I don't know what they call it now. I think it was Kingdom yeah. building or something. Yes. Yeah. Something like that. But that was because I thought it was funny. Because I knew dudes like this. Um, Warren was saying, you know, they were talking about their faults. You know, as man, like, yeah, I was in jail for, you know, highlighting this. And he was saying how he uh, was talking about his street cred. And, you know, like that was important. And he said, the guy said, um, but I don't care about any of that. How about you tell them how I changed their life? And he was talking about how an 18 year old, I don't know who he was talking about, but he said it was an 18 year old. He's like, he, he, he fighting demons. He warring after he's fighting, warring, winning wars against demons. That's what I care about. So, mm-hmm. uh, when amen, you guys were talking amen. about iron sharpening iron, that's what they were they were bringing that point across about, you know, Warren was saying how his he's like, my sh- sh- street cred didn't even matter. <laughs> it, you know what? These, it, it's amazing how and I hear women do it, too. You know, they talk about who they used to be. Um, and mm-hmm. if if you were truly delivered from that then why are you stepping backwards into who you used to be instead of into forward into who you supposed to be? Because that's the only way that you're going to demonstrate to me anyway, that your irons are truly already sharpened. But if you keep going back in the past, um, um, yeah, that's a moot point. It's a moot point. Oh, I used to do this. It's amazing. It's amazing how many women go back into their past. Um, because that's when they felt the most relevant. Well, then I got to look at you out of one eye now because you don't feel relevant now. You're supposed to be a, a woman, a God. You're supposed to be a woman in Christ. Do you not feel relevant even more so now? But that was, um, Horace, Horace was talking about that. He said, you know, people will come up in this past and say, yo, yo. <laughs> Your dad used to be a great football player. And he didn't say whether he reveled in it or not or, you know, was, mm-hmm. but he said his kids would put him in check and say, yeah, but my dad's fat now. <laughs> yeah. So they'll get him in check, you know, so yeah. there's no. That, and that's one thing I think of wives and children for mm-hmm. five. If they are sitting up on their high horse, uh, we will let them know. No, mm-hmm. we love you and everything. And you're great as a father, but 
uh, all that other, <laughs> other stuff, it doesn't matter. It, you're not all it's that. Other Daryl's talking about don't apologize for being men. Mm. Yes, that's what I wanted to bring up. Yes, so, that was the thing I was wanting to bring up. So, yeah, Daryl said, <laughs> and one of the things because the men and all the shows kept saying, "I'm sorry," but I'm sorry if you feel this way. So he was like, "Okay, stop apologizing. You better not apologize. You don't have to apologize for being men." Because early in this conversation, I'm not taking anything from you guys, Brian, or anybody, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of times we'll say a thing and we say we apologize. We don't have to. We don't have to keep apologizing, right? You don't have to say, okay, well, ladies, and then apologize. We don't have to do that. Men are supposed to be tough. I'm not apologizing for that. Men are supposed to be competitive. I'm not apologizing for that. Men are supposed to have an ego. That is not evil. It's not wrong. If you understood what ego, ego is, then you would understand that's a powerful and important attribute of a man. And it I'm is. not apologizing for that. It mm-hmm. is. So I'm, I'm sick of apologizing every time we, we mention the attributes of a man, but no one ever apologized for the attributes of a woman or a mother. So mm-hmm. today we're That's ending deep. that. That's deep. Mm-hmm. We're ending that. That's deep. So there's no need to apologize for being a man and being tough and having an opinion and standing your ground and not budging, even if it seems wrong. Well, then doggone it, we're going to be wrong, but I'm going to protect the family. I'm going to protect the things I'm supposed to protect. I'll find out later if it's wrong and I will get it corrected. But as for now, we ain't moving. Yeah. So, um, you know, in there, in that, he was just saying, don't apologize for how you do this. Don't apologize for how you do that. I don't have specific examples. I did have the timestamps. So I was going to try and play the, um, the quote, but it's not planned. But um, I guess I was a little mixed because Men can sometimes be aggressive, just like we were talking about that example um, before is like there's a burning building. OK, there's there's a burning building. And that's one thing, you know, you're trying to get me out. Um, but you being aggressive um, or being, you know, saying something in an aggressive way is not being a man. That's being rude. <laughs> I think that no seriously. So yeah, you may not want to apologize for every time you do something as a man, um, but you need to be mindful if your character is Christ-like. Um, so be a man, be manly. You know, jump off the walls if you want. Um, come in the house dirty if you want because you just got through working on cars and stuff. And you want to go on the refrigerator, get something to drink without washing your hands. Um, you know, different things like that. <laughs> but don't be rude. Be considerate. You know, if I just got through mopping the floor, just because you're manly and you don't feel like you need to take your shoes off, is that rude? You know, I, I think that's rude. I just mop the floor, take your shoes off. Or if I just got through washing the dishes and then you feel that you could just come in and drink something or eat something and leave your dishes in the sink. Rinse them off, put them in the dishwasher at least. Um, so so mm-hmm. some things, yes, you can be a man, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. are you being considerate? Are you being Christ-like? Or are you just being um, yourself, your rude self, be- and calling it being a man? Martha, mm-hmm. are you peeking through my say. window? <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. But I'm at no. <laughs> I miss too. I mixed too. I mean, I understand what he was saying. Don't apologize for being a man. But because he also said uh, men are who they are by design. So um, we'll leave it at that. (laughs) Thank you so much. Today's episode of Man to Man 360 is a wrap. But you can check us out next week. Same time, same place 
here at ourspirit.online at 8 p.m. Thursday evenings and 8 a.m. Saturday morning, Eastern Standard Time. Also, subscribe to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or wherever you get your podcasts.